Eagle Nation. You're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. Fifteen to thirteen. That was your final score as uh, Georgia Southern escapes San Marcos, Texas, with a win, Cody. And uh, you know it, it it wasn't pretty, but uh, the Eagles do improve to to five and one on the season three and zero in the Sun Belt Conference. As they say, a win is a win, but uh, definitely kind of uh, kind of concerning um, of of just kind of how the team looked especially there on offense yeah I think I think the concerning part is definitely the offensive side of the ball the way that the defense played on our special teams you can't help but be excited about uh, those aspects of our team Um, but definitely the concerning part after the end of this game was our offense how they played in the game plan that was prepared for this game yeah, we'll get into all of that. Uh, that's Cody. I'm Matt. Welcome to Gotta Talk. Thanks uh, for listening, as always. Um, and, uh, you know, Georgia Southern preparing for another long road trip. Uh, you know, this uh, game against Texas State was just their uh, second road uh, trip of the season. Um, now they go back to back for the first time with another uh, long trip out to Las Cruces, New Mexico to face uh, New Mexico State, Cody. Yeah, Matt, this is another long road trip. It's another. Uh, test for this football team and for our coaching staff. Um, it seems that we played really, really well at home. And with Coach Lunchford at the realm, um, it seems that sometimes our road games are sometimes good, sometimes not so good. So we'll be interested to see how well our team plays coming up in New Mexico State and see if road games are something that uh, Coach Lunchford and staff have a hard time preparing for. <laughs> So let's talk about that Texas State game, Cody. Uh, you know, again, escape uh, with a 15 to 13 win. You know, offense, as we mentioned, you know, was, uh, let, let's face it, just really, really bad. Had that drive there um, in uh, in the second quarter, uh, you know, where, um, you know, it was able to put together a drive and then Wesley Fields, uh, you know, took it home for the touchdown. But then after that, just two field goals offensively. Um, and then the safety there uh, by the defense in the second half um, really sealed it. Obviously, a defense once again coming up strong and. And that really uh, was the difference in the game. Um, you know, you know, I, I, I saw all over social media. Um, and we'll get more into that in a second. But, you know, obviously, yes, 15 is more than 13. But, I mean, even to say, you know, the offense did enough to win, I don't think that's really the case. Uh, the, the defense did enough to win, Cody. Yeah. I, first off, before we really delve into this, the defense and special teams really played their butts off in this game. Um, came up with big stops. Um, our punter did a great job in flipping the field multiple times in this game to allow our defense to really kind of pin their ears back and go after the uh, quarterback. So those two aspects of our team did fantastic. Yeah. As far as the offense goes, I mean, just look at it this way. The special teams and defense scored more points than our offense in this game. So that kind of tells you, you know, really kind of where our team leaned on heavily in this game to secure that victory. It will be interesting to go see going forward how we game plan for New Mexico State, how our offense prepares for this. But whatever the game plan was for this Texas State game, I don't think really, really, you know, I don't think it worked all that well. To me, it reminded me of the first fall practice in which you just saw a lot of dives up the middle and not a whole lot of creativity in our offense. And I don't know if that's by design, if they just felt like with a short week and not much prep time, uh, that that was a safe way to go. Um, but uh, 
uh, you know, we came out with a W. It wasn't the prettiest of Ws. Um, we'll certainly take it, but I think we definitely have to see some improvement on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, just 12 first downs uh, for Georgia Southern in that game. Uh, Texas State uh, beat us in that category with 15. Uh, we were just 4 for 16 on third down and uh, just 215 total yards. Uh, Texas State uh, beat us there, too, uh, with 242. And, um, you know, we had 51 yards passing and just 164 yards uh, rushing, Cody. And, again, a lot of that came on on that, that drive there in the second quarter, and it seemed like we could not buy a first down um, really after that. No, we couldn't. And Texas State seemed to beat us in a lot of statistical categories, except for the one that matters, which is the points on the board, which is fine, but it's still kind of concerning. Again, I think, to me, the most concerning part about it and we had this issue last week against South Alabama was the third town conversions I think you said that we were four for 16 in this game we were two of eight uh, last game against South Alabama that has to improve that means we're either putting ourselves in third and long situations and not converting or we're not converting on the third and short yardage gains in which in which we need so that has to be cleaned up we have to put ourselves in more manageable third downs to continue the drives otherwise we'll get stalled and if we play or when we play better teams uh, that's going to really, really hurt us. So that needs to improve going forward. Yeah, and, and let's talk about the play calling, Cody, because that, that obviously goes into that of, uh, you know, <clears throat> you know with, with a triple option offense, you know, you're looking to establish that dive early, um, you know, get get three yards, four yards, um, and then get into, uh, you know, third and manageable. Um, as you just mentioned, uh, we didn't really do a good job with that. Um, and as you also mentioned, we were just sticking with that dive play, and it was not working. I mean, the offensive line was not holding up in this game. Um, you know, Texas State, uh, you know, give their defense credit. Uh, they, they played well. Um, but let's face it, folks, this this is not a good Texas State team. This is not a good Texas State defense. Um, they've been burned by every team they've played um, and not just passing. I mean, uh, Louisiana, uh, Lafayette, they, they ran all over this team. So um, it, it just wasn't happening up front. And, uh, you know, we weren't really being very creative there, uh, you know, on, on the outside, uh, you know, with, with, with the pitch play and, and, and things like that. I mean, just nothing was working. And, you know, as you mentioned, it it got to the point like, yes, uh, short week, you're probably saving some uh, uh, some of your playbook and even some of your playbook you've already shown in previous games. Um, because you just feel like you can run run a few plays and, and your talent alone and your defense can kind of carry you through, which, uh, again, 15 is more than 13. That happened. Um, but it got to the point in the game where you have to try something different to get a first down. And we were we just kept going to the same well, and it, it wasn't paying off. Well, we kind of did try to do something to get those first downs, but those – curl routes or those wide receiver routes that we were running just seemed to be a yard short. I think that happened two or three times in which it was third and seven, third and six, and Shy would throw a pass and it just seemed like we were always one yard short. They would turn or they would catch the ball before they got to the first down marker, which is just entirely frustrating. You know, at least get to the sticks and then and then turn and then catch the ball. That way we can at least move the chains. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean – we just seemed like we just couldn't catch a break on the offensive side of the ball. We had the block punt that, you know, then was called back because of the holding call, and then we get a, a gift ourselves with that uh, non-call for catch interference that may or may not have 
hit off the uh, punt returner's foot that we get on deep in you know in their zone and it looked like we should be able to score and then we fumble the ball a couple plays later so we just couldn't capitalize or we couldn't seem to just get over that hump to really put the game out of the way which you know it just seemed like we just needed one more score if we could just get over the 20 point mark and make it you know 24 or 23 to nothing and it seemed like all right we can kind of coast from here because their offense wouldn't do anything but it just just did not seem like we could ever get over that mark get over that hump and you know we still are a young team it's just it's still going to be some growing pains at times so I understand that but it just seemed to be really frustrating against a team that I think all of Eagle Nation fully expected for us to kind of blow out and try to finally get that first game in which it's over by halftime yeah and you know I I think this is kind of a good uh pointer or, or segue if you will to uh, kind of go into a, a point I wanted to make, you know, obviously uh, we, we both probably saw it across uh, social media, you know, on, on Twitter, reading the Facebook comments, uh, reading all the comments on, on the fan forum. Um, you kind of had two different sides uh, to this thing of, of, of how people reacted to this game. All right. So you had the, the one side that was kind of the, you know, turn the blind eye, if you will. So, um, you know, everybody has probably seen that meme of the dog sitting, sitting in a room that's on fire. Right. And, and, and he's saying everything is fine. I mean, I'm not saying that it's quite that situation uh, for George Sutherland. Yes, we are five and one. Um, we all know where we were at this point last year at zero and six. Um, and, and that was an argument that I kept seeing, uh, you know, appear and, and the thing is, Cody, you know, at this point, this is a different team. This is a different coaching staff. Um, yes, we're a young team. Yes, uh, you know, Lunsford's in his first year as a head coach. So th- there's going to be moments where, um, you know, he, he might make uh, questionable decisions and, and hopefully learn from that. But it's, you know, it's, it's to the point now where six games in, we're going into week eight. Obviously, we had that bye week after after Clemson. We are, we are further away uh, from the 2017 season under Summers than we are close to it. It is time to let that go. All right, I, I, I understand where we were last year, but this is a different team. Um, we've played uh, well up to this Texas State game. Um, and, you know, we, we did not play well in this game. And this was a very, very bad Texas State team. Um, you know, they're going through a similar situation uh, that we did last year. Uh, you know, their, their AD is, is under fire. Their head coach is under fire, um, you know, on the hot seat. Uh, yes, it was a nationally televised game. Their, their players got up for it. Obviously, their defense was fired up, uh, maybe trying to save their coach's job. Um, but it's still not an excuse. I mean, we, we made them look like Clemson out there. And, yeah, you know, yes, that was our only other road game, and obviously we struggled against Clemson to be expected. We shouldn't have struggled this much against Texas State. So I think I think it's 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 right to to be concerned. Um, you can still obviously be happy that we're five and one and just uh, one win away from bowl eligibility. Um, you know, with uh, with hopefully a win this Saturday against uh, New Mexico State. But um, it's it's still like you you can you can realize where we came from and and how far we've come since then. Uh, but but still be concerned, Cody. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think you know both sides are correct. It is it is great that we won a game. It is great that that we got out of there with a victory and that we are five and one. I think nobody is disputing that. But it's also correct to say, hey, I think there's some things on the offensive side of the ball that are of concern. That moving forward we need to address otherwise 
we may lose more games than what we're expecting to lose at this point in the season. So yeah, it, both to me, both sides are right. And and to to look at one side and say, you know, well, you you know, you shouldn't be criticizing. I think you know, you if you see something you don't like, you see something, hey, that doesn't look that you know that great. It should be called out on. Now, it doesn't mean you call out specific players. It doesn't mean that you sit there and and, and get angry at them. No, but you can sit there intelligently and say, "Hey, I I don't think that looks well, and I think that needs to improve." And I I trust that the coaching staff and and all the players, you know, will look at the film and say, "Hey, yeah, there's some things that we need to improve upon going forward." I think everybody can agree with that. So yes, we are five and one, but there are things that we need to improve upon on the offensive side of the ball for sure. And, you know, that's to be expected. We are a young team. I think we were all just really, as a fan base, really excited about this game because we really kind of looked at it, saw how poor this Texas State team had played in the past three seasons and thought, all right, here we go. This is where we unleash all this frustration that we have. We unleash all this pent-up anger that we've had over the last two years, and we finally just come out and just destroy somebody. And that didn't happen. And it was kind of a letdown. And we're like, man, that this was a missed opportunity for that. It was. But we still got a victory. We still got a win. We can come home. We have a day or two more to prep for New Mexico State with it being kind of a longer week since this was a Thursday night game. Bob DeBest knows this New Mexico State team. He knows how they're going to try to attack his offense. Hopefully, you know, we'll have a, a lot better showing out there than, than we did in San Marcos. And we'll get that sixth win and we'll be bowl eligible coming back um, to play App State that Thursday night. So it is what it is. I hate to say it, but we got out of there with a victory. Offense definitely needs to improve upon some things. Otherwise, it will be a, a long season going forward especially those final five games of the season. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, the the short week, uh, like I said, the, the the turmoil that that team was facing, you know, uh, kind of having a, a chip on their shoulder, uh, you know, everybody expecting us to go in there and blow them out. All that uh, kind of comes into play. You know, our, our just our second road game, um, I, I think all that factored in, but there there's still concern there with offensive play calling and, and, and kind of the, the Jekyll and Hyde team that we've been so far uh, from playing in the comfort of Paulson Stadium and playing on the road. Um, and, and also just uh, kind of the conservative play calling that we're seeing too uh, with, uh, you know, like you said, we, we did try to do a couple things, but uh, with those passes that uh, they all came up short, you know, you, you uh, come up a yard short of the first down marker uh, which is always really frustrating, um, but uh, you know, so so hopefully we we see uh, kind of the playbook open up a little more. Hopefully the the extra time for New Mexico State comes into play with that. Uh, the kind of two other little points I want to make uh, with this is that you know, uh, in kind of both ends of the spectrum, right? So I think this game, Texas State last year under Summers, we lose that game. No question about it. Yeah, we definitely, yeah, we definitely lose that game under Tyson Summers. So if whether it, whether it's fifteen thirteen flip the other way, uh, whether it's a blowout, uh, I, I think we lose that game. Um, so let's start there. Uh, and so I mean that that shows the difference um, that year makes and and that that competent coaching makes. Uh, I'll, I'll just be honest. So, um, but again, uh, you know we've it is. A fairly new coaching staff. Obviously, we retained some assistants, uh, but new coordinators, uh, new head coach um, for for his first full year anyway, and uh, and, and a rookie head coach. Um, so we're we're going to see some of these growing pains. That's to be expected. But the other thing I wanted to point out is that how how poorly we played against Texas State. I mean, let's keep it real, Eagle Nation. If if we come out 
another game, Cody, and play this way in any game for the remainder of the schedule, we're losing that game. If we come out and play this poorly for the rest of the season, we're not making a bowl. Do I think that's going to happen? Obviously not. Like, yes, at, at this point, I, I say it's a 95, probably 99% chance we make a bowl game, obviously. Um, you know, you know, and, and obviously we hope for way more than that. You know, we're looking at 9, 10, 11 wins at this point. Um, you know, especially with Troy, uh, you know, we can get a little more into that. But uh, they they dropped their game against Liberty. Obviously, their quarterback, their starting quarterback um, out for uh, the year um, with an injury. So and then App State losing their uh, their star running back. So, you know, we we've we've got a chance to make some noise to make that first uh, Sunbelt Conference championship game. But if, if we come out and play the way we did against uh, Texas State, who's who's let's face it, one of the bottom five teams in the nation. Um, we're we're not winning that game. I agree with you to a certain point. I think if our defense, for some reason, doesn't play as well as what they played against Texas State, then yeah, the, we're not winning another game the rest of the season. I think our defense played lights out. If they continue to play that way, which they have all season, um, they will keep us in ball games. As as this one was uh, definitely points to, they will keep us in ball games that we otherwise should probably lose. Um, you know, so I think that's a great way to kind of to kind of look at it is that if our defense continues to play the way that they're playing and they play that way the last year we will be in every ball game regardless of how poorly our offense plays and that and, and that gives us a chance and you know this is this is a team game so you know it you know sometimes our offense is not always going to click which that obviously was the case Thursday night but if our defense continues to come out and and really kind of just shuts down the other team and really holds team to me if they hold a team under 20 points regardless of how well or how bad our offense is playing we have a chance to win the football game so do i agree that that we'll lose every game if our offense plays this bad no now if our defense has a bad game when our offense plays this bad then yeah then we'll lose all these games but i don't see that being the case our defense to me is one of the top Sunbelt defenses and, and if not one of the top group of five defenses that we have um in football this year so I think they'll keep us in every ball game. It's just going to be can our, which offense will show up. Will it be the one that puts up 48 points or will it be the one that, that squeaks by and, and, and we only beat a team by three or four points? Yeah, and I agree with that. And obviously taking nothing away from, from the defense. I mean, they, they, they did play lights out and, uh, you know, the offense did not give them uh, much to work with. You know, with, with all those three and outs, uh, they were they were spent, uh, you know, and, and, and the whole reason Texas State was even able to get – uh, in the game, you know, make it a ball game was because uh, they were spent. And then, uh, you know, the the offense couldn't buy a first down. And, and finally, uh, the defense broke and, uh, you know, gave up, gave up, uh, you know, a couple of big plays there and, you know, let them let, let the Bobcats get back into the game. And, and luckily that uh, that two point conversion, uh, you know, failed. And then and, and there's there's your your 15 more than 13. But, um, the, you know, the safety obviously, uh, you know, comes into play and, and that that ended up being the difference in the game. But, you know, this Texas State offense also, you know, is it's not it's not terrible, but it's not great. So you know it's it, we're we're gonna face much better offenses and and yes I I, I do agree that we I, I think we do have top two uh, of the defenses in, in the Sunbelt Conference probably probably first um, and, and definitely probably in, in in top five of, of a group of five 
um, if not top three. So I, I do think they're going to keep us in every ball game, but we're, we're going to face better offenses than we did in Texas State, and we're going to face better defenses uh, than we did in Texas State. Um, so I think that will all come into play. Uh, where again, like I, I, I think the offense just really has to has to step up and do better. Yeah, and and yeah, the offense definitely has to stand up and, and to do better. Um, but I think one thing that many people may not know is that the head coach from. Texas State, um, I believe, was at North Carolina for a few years. And so he has some experience going up against triple option teams, obviously going up against Tech. I think he's gone up against them a, a couple times or a few times up there. Um, and there was an interview that, that came out in which he said, yeah, we've we spent time during spring practice, during summer workouts, and here prepping for this, this offense. So I think this is a game that Texas State kind of had circled on their schedule as a game that they thought they could win. Um, and really went hardcore for it because you know the, let's face it they you know they look at us as the, the two and ten team that we were last year they were two and ten as well that coach as you mentioned earlier is, is kind of fighting for his job there as well as the AD and you know I think in interviews that I heard they're not expecting to be bowl eligible but they're at least expecting to have four to five wins this season and um, this is probably one that they had circled to win and so they probably really really did their homework against um, against us and I'm not all that surprised as far as you know how well or how how determined they were to stop our offense I guess I'm more surprised about how more or about how conservative the play calling was like I said it seemed it reminded me of the first fall scrimmage in which it was a lot of dives and not too much creativity and we just kind of went in there with almost like a base package of the, all right we're just going to kind of run our, our base plays and that should be enough and it was but barely um, so I hope that going forward that we don't <laughs> we don't have to go back to that strategy and we can really um, really kind of expand our, our playbook. And to me, the, the the one concerning thing is that a guy like Wes Kennedy shouldn't touch the ball one time in a game on the offensive side of the ball. He needs to at least get five to ten touches a game when it comes to, to our offense because he's just that explosive. So it was to me that to me that was a big concerning part is that we didn't really get Wes Kennedy involved in the offense at all. Yeah, he, he did have he had one carry for twelve yards, but then then you didn't see him again. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I don't think he had any targets uh, that that I can remember, um, but uh, but definitely no receptions. So uh, yeah, I mean he's he's without a doubt our our playmaker, and uh, you you got to get that kid the ball, um, uh, you know, and also. Uh, you know, you you have like Matt, you know, guys like Matt LaRoche that comes in where you know Wesley Fields and I even tweeted out during the game, um, you know, started, and I thought he was going to have a career day. I mean, they're feeding him and he's just eating up yards, eating up yards, and then they they figure it out, and then all, you know all of a sudden the the uh, their defensive line was just um, just cutting through ours like cheese, and you know just uh, eating up Fields in the backfield. And, um, you know, he, he did finish, he had 26 carries, uh, you know, finishing for, for 93 yards, um, in that, uh, that 18 yard, uh, touchdown. But with, um, you know, you, you got guys like Matt LaRoche that comes in, uh, six carries for 26 yards, uh, you know, average of 4.3, you didn't see him the rest of the game, you know, so that was kind of reminiscent of, of what you saw, uh, you know, in, in the last two years, you know, you, you kind of uh, put in a guy that's a, a change of pace, uh, you know, they, they have some, some positive plays and, and then you don't see him again. So that, that's concerning. Yeah. And the other thing that was concerning is, is, is uh, on some of those past plays, it seemed like uh, Shire stood in that pocket 
way too long and, and allowed kind of those coverage sacks. And I'm wondering, why don't we have him kind of go out of the pocket and, and see what he can do and kind of give that, you know, if you can run for it, do. If you see a receiver open, throw it and just kind of give him that option and make that defense has a, a little bit different look and, and kind of kind of roll him out and just kind of and, and present that option and see what they do instead of just having them drop back and just you know, try to find a receiver and then, then get sacked. I would like to see him kind of roll out and that because to me that seemed like the field was wide open for him if he wanted to take off and run, at least at the outside. I like a, I mean I think you and I are kinda of on the same page that we're kinda of really kinda of confused as to as to this play calling and, and this conservatism that we saw on the offensive side the of the ball that nearly almost lost us the game on Thursday. <laughs> All right, so Cody, at this point in the season, uh, you know we we're we're halfway through. So you know we we're five and one, played six games. Um, you know we're we're in week eight. Uh, you know hopefully uh, we will play a thirteenth game, uh, if not more. Uh, obviously, just uh, one game away from bowl eligibility. But um, at this kind of midpoint of the season, um, you know I I, I want to kind of do a a midseason report card. Um, if you will. So uh, I, both of us will just, uh, you know, kind of self-explanatory. Both of us will kind of go back and forth um, talking about the different units and uh, where we think those units are grading them um, at this uh, midway point of the season. Um, so let's start things off with uh, with special teams. Uh, you know, we knew that the special teams unit would uh, be pretty strong. Um, you know, we had uh, we have Tyler Bass returning, obviously, uh, you know, just, just a solid kicker. Um, and then, uh, you know, some, some weapons there returning, uh, the football, you know, especially, uh, Wesley Kennedy. So, uh, Cody, where, uh, how, how do you grade us, um, at this, uh, midway point for, uh, special teams? Um, I would say an overall grade is, is an A. I mean, Tyler Bass has been perfect throughout the season. Um, Wesley Kennedy has been great returning punts and kickoffs for us. And then um, the punter, I know that the punter was kind of the, the, the biggest question mark kind of going into this season on special teams, not really knowing what, what we had. Uh, and he's been phenomenal. Now, granted, we haven't really used him a whole lot um, outside of the Clemson and Texas State games, but he's he's done a phenomenal job in, in flipping the field for us and, and giving our defense a, a good chance at, um, at, at, at preventing points uh, on the board. So... Um, overall, I think special teams have been fantastic, so I'd give them an A. Yeah, so the punter, McGill Barley, he, uh, he's had 25 punts for an average of 40 yards, so that's that's great. And then you, you've got uh, Tyler Bass, um, you know, uh, as as build. Um, you know, he's 7-for-7 he's seven seven on field goals and, uh, and, and perfect there on extra points. And then Wesley Kennedy, uh, he's got uh, 74 total yards, uh, averaging uh, 12.33 uh, yards per punt. And then on on kickoffs, uh, you know, taking the bulk of the returns there as well, uh, 23 yards average on kickoffs. So, um, and then you know, he he hasn't broken one yet, uh, Cody, for a touchdown. Uh, but I think that is uh, just a matter of time. Um, you know, he's he's a special kid, and I think. Uh, I think I think that's going to happen uh, sooner than later. Um, so yeah, at this midpoint of the season, um, I also agree. I'll I'll, I'll say um, I'll, I'll say A as well uh, for 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 special teams. Um, just uh, you know the the question marks there, which which was uh, the punter um, has 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 been really really solid, and um, you know in in that Texas State game especially uh, came into play. 
uh, flipping the field there and, uh, and and just giving um, you know them really bad field position to work with and and which uh, ended up when when our defense did well uh, given given our offense as, as bad as they looked uh, you know we, we got good field position um, you know for, for for most of the game uh, so uh, so yeah special teams has just uh, been been really really solid uh, this year so Moving on to uh, defense, we knew they could be pretty good, but we didn't know how good they could be. Um, you know, obviously, new defensive coordinator Scott Sloan coming from Appalachian State, and uh, a new scheme with a three-four scheme. So we didn't know how uh, big and physical we would be up front, and 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 how that would kind of hold up against uh, you know these these Sun Belt offensive lines. Uh, but but you know looking pretty solid, Cody. Uh, you know on on all phases of, of defense. Yeah, our, our defense is looking pretty stout, and you know there was there was quite a bit of question marks coming into this season about how well our defense would perform. Like you mentioned, it was the the new scheme going to the three four. It was you know how well our offensive or I'm sorry, how well our defensive line hold up, and would they get pressure on the quarterback, and then how would our linebackers look? Um, we kind of agreed that the linebackers and, and defensive line had some questions and, and, and may have been a, a you know a weakness in this defense. Um, I think we all had pretty much confidence in, in the secondary. In, we were just kind of concerned about how well that defensive line and linebackers would hold up and, and how well they would work um, in this new new scheme. And I think they've surpassed all of our expectations. And not only that, the depth that this defense has had to perform at this season, many times already going to the third, fourth string um guys especially at linebacker uh, and they've just all stepped up uh Trey Allen being a, a a big name that has stepped up early in this season that has just absolutely performed well in the linebacker uh group um and then you know you have CJ Wright that come in um as a nose tackle as a third string nose tackle uh that has played really really well so you know I think think you can you, I don't think we could have really expected how well that they've played so as far as a grade, this is this is an A plus, without question. Um, you know they they held pretty much every team in check um, outside of Clemson, but again, it, you know Clemson really only scored their points in the last seven minutes of each half, and, and we were down to third and fourth string guys when they were doing it, and we were still making them earn it. So they, uh, I mean, I, I can't say enough about how well this defense has played, how well that they're coached, how well that. Uh, they seem prepared for each game. So A plus all the way around, coaching staff to fourth and fifth string guys. They've all performed uh, phenomenal uh, this season so far. Yeah, Cody, the defense has just been lights out. Uh, you know they they do give up a lot of yards. Uh, so you know on 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 the stat line and compared you know to the rest of the country, uh, might not turn a lot of heads there. Uh, you know three hundred and fifty five yards uh, per game, still not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but. Um, you know, with uh, the points, that's where the, you know it matters, obviously, and uh, just allowing seventeen point three three points per game, um, and you know they definitely kind of a, a bend don't break defense. Uh, the secondary is as 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 good as build. You know, we we probably have the the two best corners uh, in the entire conference, and and probably in in the group of five, um, as, especially as a duo. Um, and, you know, and, and really the secondary as a whole um, is just really strong. The linebacker core has been, uh, you know, just kind of like the punter on special teams. That was kind of the question mark of, of that unit. Um, they've they've come through, uh, you know, had some injuries there and guys have stepped in 
and uh, you know, with that that three man front has come out really big. So um, I agree. Uh, you know, a a to a plus. Uh, you know, for for this unit. Um, you know, they've they've kept us in ball games, and and even uh, you know, in in this Texas State game where uh, you know things couldn't get much worse for the offense. Uh, you know, they gave us a chance to win, and and we did. Um, so uh, you know, if if they keep playing this way, uh, we are going not only to be bowl eligible, but um, have a, a, a really, really strong season. So uh, finally moving to offense, Cody. Um, let's just kind of, you know, grade them. Uh, I, I don't want to say up and down year because uh, they've been they've been good uh, for the most part. Uh, you know, you've, you're averaging uh, 28 points per game. I, I think we were just over 20, if I remember right, uh, you know, last year. So, you know, improved there. Certainly, you know, improved uh, – uh, running the ball, you've got uh, 256 uh, yards per game. Obviously, this Texas State game, um, you know, not even breaking the 200 mark uh, hurt us there in, in the national rankings. But, you know, overall, how, how do you kind of see this offense at, at this midway point? Um, you know, obviously, like, like we said, kind of a juggle, a high team uh, in, in Paulson Stadium and then there on the road. But um, where, where do you see the, the offense? Stacking? Definitely an improvement over last year's offense for sure. I think you have seen a, a night and day difference between the play of Shy Wirtz. He just seems to be a lot better at uh, running this offense. Definitely seems more comfortable back there. He definitely seems to have a, a better understanding of what the coaching staff wants to do with this offense and, and really how, how to run it and how to score. Uh, I think our receivers so far, the receiver play has been well. Uh, running backs have done well. Even the offensive line, you know, at times have, have seemed to have struggled, but overall have played well. So to me, this is a little bit harder to grade. I think prior to the Texas State game, I would say easily a B plus, close to an A. I think after that, I think you have to kind of drop it down and say, you know, uh, B minus C plus area. I just, you know, I just don't just the play calling and just the overall, just how they attack that game. I think kind of leaves some questions. But again, this is much improved um, offensive team than it was last year, and you know, uh, hopefully this Texas State game will just be an outlier. I know that this seemed like this week in college football seemed to just be just a, you know, just an upset week almost, and just a lot of games that were a lot closer than what they should have been. So hopefully we'll just kind of chalk it up to that, you know, when we look back at the season and, you know, the offense will kind of get back to how it was against, you know, UMass and Arc State or in, um, in South Alabama. But uh, I think so far right now, I think it's kind of close to that C plus B minus range. But definitely it's it's definitely a lot better overall than what it was or where it was last season for sure. Yeah, I agree. And and I, I think we're, we're close to the same page. I, you know, maybe I'm a harder grader. I don't know, Cody, but. Um, I, I, you know, I would say we were probably B minus before, uh, you know, now I think we're probably C to C plus, um, you know, after that Texas state game. But as you said, you know, hopefully this, that, that game was an outlier and, um, you know, we'll, we'll obviously see, uh, you know, Saturday with a, another long road trip against, uh, New Mexico state of, of how they kind of respond and, you know, with a little bit more time to, uh, prepare and, and come out with, with, with hopefully a better game plan. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Shy has uh, made uh, leaps and bounds better uh, than he was last year. We we've talked about it, you know, Agnosium, um with uh, just his his reads and his decision making, um, his poise uh, in the pocket. Um, he looks way more comfortable than he did last year. Uh, last year was definitely more uh, just kind of. Uh, instincts uh, where now you're you know you're really seeing him kind of just develop as a quarterback so really excited uh, just uh, for him you know just being a sophomore of, of, of where he can be I, I think if he continues on this kind of uh, progression you know he, he could be really really special and and, and up there with uh, some, some of the best quarterbacks has ever played at Georgia Southern so Excited about that. Um, as you said, you know, uh, the the running backs have been pretty solid. Um, uh, you know, receivers have been, um, you know, uh, pretty solid as well. You know, I'm, I'm glad uh, Darian Anderson is, uh, you know, getting getting some getting some playing time. I think we're going to see more out of him. Obviously, uh, Wesley Kennedy, we've mentioned, um, you know, got to get him the ball as much as possible. I think he's he's our best playmaker, um, not just on offense, on the team. I mean, just, just period. Just get that kid the ball as much as possible and um, you know like to see some of the other running backs uh, like LaRoche and, and, and Garrett get some more carries offensive line uh, definitely kind of the the weak point of this unit um, but but they're coming around and and you know I, I think I think they will get better uh, but uh, but yeah the, the the Texas State game uh, was a little bit of an eye-opener hopefully it will be an outlier but I, I think they're 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 C to C plus right now um, and uh, this is just a mid-season grade, so hopefully uh, that that just continues to get better. You know, we knew um, all the coaches. Uh, you know, even the best said um, in the, the the spring game and uh, in in those scrimmages that followed that uh, the defense was way ahead of the offense. Um, obviously, that's still the case. Uh, and I think, um, you know, I think over time, over these next uh, six or seven games, um, you know, hopefully eight games <laughs> with with a uh, with a Sun Belt uh, championship game mix in there, that uh, that the offense continues to get better, and we see that great improve. <laughs> All right, so now let's move on to uh, previewing New Mexico State. You know, Georgia Southern going out to Las Cruces, New Mexico, where, let's be honest, they've, they've never played well. Uh, you know, even going back to um, 2014 and that first year under uh, under Fritz, uh, you know, kind of struggled out there. Came away with a win, um, but, you know, it's, it's a long road trip, and we didn't know how the team would respond, uh, you know, with uh, just their second road trip against Texas State, uh, you know, this past week. And obviously, you know, didn't go that well. So, uh, you know, we don't really know how this game will go. Uh, you know, this this team does look to be a little bit better than Texas State. Uh, they are two and five on the year. Uh, you know, they started zero and four, um, but they played some really good teams. They, uh, you know, lost to Wyoming. They lost to Minnesota. Lost to uh, Utah State. And uh, then lost to uh, the University of New Mexico, you know, their their in-state rival and uh, a team that obviously uh, our offensive coordinator, Bob DeBess, um, came from. So he knows this team really well. He has uh, game planned against them uh, for the past six years. And, uh, you know, uh, also kind of important to note, you know, their, their two wins after losing that New Mexico game came against UTEP, 
uh, which uh, is you know is in a very strong team to beat them twenty seven to twenty, um, but then beat Liberty forty nine to forty one, and Liberty beat uh, Troy this past week. Um, obviously Troy without their uh, starting quarterback, the quarterback doesn't play defense, Cody. So they put forty nine points up on Liberty, um, who beat uh, you know one of the front runners in the Sun Belt Conference. Um, so this is not a team to uh, be taken lightly. Um, we'll get a little bit more into uh, their their most current game. Uh, a loss to Louisiana Lafayette in a minute, but um, just talk about this New Mexico State team. Yeah, I mean, they started off 0-4 against, uh, I guess you can say maybe three opponents that were pretty decent. Um, you know, it's kind of up in the air about New Mexico. And then they played Utah, which I think has the nation's longest losing streak at this point, if I'm not mistaken, at like uh, 15, 16 games. Beat them close, beat Liberty close in a, in a shootout. After this week's game against Texas State, we can't take this team lightly until we can show that we we can play well on the road. Um, I think this is going to be a, a dogfight. I think this is going to be a lot closer than what we would like. And, um, you know, if we get out of there with a victory, that's going to be great. So, you know, this, this is a team where it seems here lately the last two games have been able to put up some points and some yards so hopefully we'll uh we'll come out a little bit better prepared a little bit rested you know with an extra day or two uh, to get ready for this game, and and we'll get the victory here. So yeah, so that game against uh, Louisiana Lafayette, uh, their last game, uh, lost sixty six to thirty eight. Um, so again, you know, put up uh, you know a lot of points in that game. They had four hundred and six total yards, uh, two hundred eighty four passing, and and one hundred and twenty two rushing. But you know, Louisiana uh, jumped out to to you know twenty eight points in the first quarter, um, and then seventeen in the second, and just kind of dominated that game from start to finish. Um, the most points they scored all year, Cody. So, uh, you know, what what does that kind of, um, you know, I know we don't play Louisiana Lafayette this year, um, but obviously we we have a lot of coming opponents that that they've already played and that we've already played. Um, So, you know, what what, what can you kind of uh, read into that? It it gives us hope that our our offense should hopefully be able to perform um, this week. You know, DeBess, as you said, has gone against this team multiple times over the past few years with him being the coordinator at New Mexico. Um, He knows them well. They know him well. He should be able to, we should be able to have a pretty good game plan going into this game. You know, the thing about road games and I think this was proven last week, is that defense definitely travels. So if our defense can shut this team down and, and hold them to under 20 points, like they've pretty much done every opponent outside of Clemson, then then we should be in, in good shape to win this game. It's just going to be how well can our offense execute. Yeah, so looking at uh, their their team stats for the season, uh, New Mexico State is uh, they're, they're averaging 24.14 points per game, but they're giving up 43.71 um, you know, the time of possession also stands out. Uh, you know, they only uh, possess the ball for uh, 23 and a half minutes, roughly, um, where, uh, you know, their opponents have it for uh, just over 36 minutes. Um, so that's that's a huge thing, uh, obviously, especially for, um, you know, playing an option team in Georgia Southern. Uh, you know, we like to control that clock. Um, so that could come into play. And, uh, you know, they are kind of balanced, uh, you know, passing and rushing, you know, uh, 1,600 yards uh, passing, uh, just shy of 700 yards rushing. But, uh, you know, they give up a a lot of rushing yards as well. You know, that defense has given up a lot of points, also give up a lot of yards. They've given up, uh, you know, 1,800 yards, uh, you know, rushing this year um, and uh, 258 per game, Cody. So all that uh, definitely plays into the favor of uh, Georgia Southern, especially coming off a a rough week on offense. Yeah, it does. 
it, it will uh, lead to, I think, some confidence and in, in, in our offense thinking, yeah, all right, we can we can jump back into this and, and, and get to rolling again and, and, you know, put up some points and, and have our defense not, not feel the pressure to have to go out there and, and stop them on uh, every drive. Now, like I said, I think this is going to be difficult until we see, I think, a complete game from this team on the road. I think it's safe to say that this will probably be a a close game and uh i think we i think we'll end up winning it but hopefully our offense will per- perform a, a lot better than what it did on thursday so let, let's get into it let's get into the predictions cody uh what you know what what do you think uh you know where do you think the final score will be for this game all right well i already think that we're gonna win um i'm gonna say that our offense says it's going i think um we, we kind of really put some confidence in our offense um, prior to this App State game because I think that's what we need. So I'm going to kind of go out there and say that we uh, score 34 points, and I think we beat them 34 to uh, 10. Yeah, so I, I don't know about 34. Uh, just after what we just had uh, against Texas State, you know, I think I think we get in the 24-point the range. Uh, so, you know, I, I think we're, we're, we're 24, I'll, I'll say 24-13. Um, you know, I, I think they, you know, score late. Um, you know, I think the defense uh, shuts them down. Um, you know, as we mentioned, they can't put up points. But, you know, I, I do think the offense kind of gets going there early. I, I think, you know, we have a, a, a pretty solid first half lead. Um, and, you know, maybe 14 nothing, something like that. Maybe maybe even like 17-3, something like that. But um, and then uh, and then just kind of, uh, you know, maybe struggle a little bit in the second half. They, they kind of come back. But but yeah, I, I think 24, 24, 13 um, and we get to, to six and one um, and bowl eligibility, which is more than really anybody could have asked for, um, you know, at, at this point in the season. I think even uh, the most optimistic of, uh, of Eagle fans, Cody, um, would have would have dreamed, uh, you know, if, if, if this does come true and, and, and we get out of this with a win uh, to be to be six and one at this point. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know of anybody that had a six and one at this point in the season uh, prior to our first game. So for us to hopefully get to this point and to already be bowl eligible for uh, crap state week, that'll be huge. And 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 we'll we'll say a lot of things about how well uh, Lunsford and his staff have done in regards to, to turning the ship around and getting our uh, sails set right. Yeah, and, and this game is also going to be a really big uh, confidence booster, I think. You know, uh, after after the performance, especially on offense against Texas State, I think if they come out and, and have a really strong showing, um, you know, in all three phases, that's going to just build that confidence for that App State uh, game. So, uh, you know, obviously that's, uh, you know, looks to be, kind of be the right now the deciding factor there in the east of the Sun Belt. Um, obviously, you have Troy. Um, they, they still haven't lost the conference game. Obviously, they, they lost to Liberty, uh, you know, non-conference opponent. But losing the quarterback for the season, um, you can't really like their chances anymore. Um, you know, kind of that three uh, three team race. So it seems like it is kind of a two team race uh, between us and App State. So if we can get out there to Las Cruces, take care of business. Uh, get that confidence boost, come back home to Paulson Stadium, you know, hopefully uh, have a really good showing against our, our tribal. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but first things first, we need to we need to knock this win out and um, and just get this victory, and then we can worry about App State later on. But, yeah, it is kind of interesting to kind of look forward and, and, and kind of see how the the rest of the schedule lines up, especially with Troy. Now, I know that they, they've lost their quarterback. That was, you know, that was a road game. 
you know, kind of against, you know, kind of like us, uh, a road game against a team that really isn't as good as as as, as they are, um, and they end up on the losing side, whereas we end up on the winning side. So again, this has kind of been just a weird week in college football, and that loss could be an outlier, just like this win could be an outlier for us. So look for Troy to still be pretty pretty tough when we have to face them in November. Um, but when this uh, App State game comes along and on Thursday, it definitely will be a deciding factor as to who wins this division. And we'll, we'll pick this up next week, hopefully uh, previewing that, that App State, uh, that, that big nationally televised uh, Thursday night game against App State um, at 6-1, uh, and one, bowl eligible. Um, you know, they likely will be um, at, uh, you know, the, close to the same mark, obviously. They, they're, they're one game behind us uh, losing that game to the Hurricane um, but uh, but they also will likely go to that game uh, with with uh, just one loss uh, coming to Penn State. So obviously huge matchup there. Can't look ahead, um, but but you know ho- hopefully we are six and one going to that game. Um, so uh, for Cody, I'm Matt, um, and uh, we'll we'll pick this thing up next week. Yeah, thanks again for listening. Continue to spread the word uh, via Twitter, Facebook, whatever your social media is that you prefer. And again, thank you always um, for uh, listening to us. And uh, hail Southern, Matt. Hail Southern, Cody. Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gottatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gattatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gata and Hail Southern. Thank <laughs> you.